1: Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin. And thank you for joining us today on this wonderful day of this issue of this podcast known as and Wrestling. Before we get to the show today, folks, we need you to do us a favor and just uh, hit us up on all those social media outlets. Okay, maybe not all, just Pick one or two of them and hit us up there. And then next week we'll, we'll, we'll do it all over again on the Twitter at TNW pod and uh, the old Instagram talking wrestling podcast at Instagram uh, on Facebook uh, talking wrestling. Uh, that's our Facebook group page and also on um the Gmail, if you want to send us a Gmail, uh, talkingwrestling at gmail.com. Uh, folks, uh, thank you for joining us. If you've uh, followed us on those uh, formats on iTunes, if you're on iTunes, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, if you give a five-star rating and a favorable review, uh, we will send you a 80s postcard of a wrestler uh, from the 80s. So maybe you'll get a, a postcard of... Uh, of Sergeant Slaughter in the mail. Wouldn't that be great? Or maybe you get a postcard of Jimmy Valiant, the Boogie Woogie Man. How awesome would that be? Maybe you get a, a postcard of Rick Martel wearing his AWA World Heavyweight Championship. That would be cool. These are all our postcards. You can get sent to you. All you have to do is give us a five-star rating and a favorable review uh, on the old iTunes there, and then we'll get it back to you. And to those who have not got their postcard yet, hit us up and let us know that we didn't get your, you your postcard. Uh, let us uh, hit us up at the old talking wrestling at uh, gmail.com. Why don't you hit us up there? That's a good idea. So, folks, uh, that's that. Um, well, how have you guys been? Wow. Well, what have you been up to last week? Oh, you really? Oh my God. Well, what have I been up to? Uh, not much. Mostly just, uh, watching wrestling. Like mostly, uh, you people, uh, woke up Saturday and watched the sundown showdown, super showdown sundown, uh, survivor Australia, uh, thing. I watched that. It is what it is. It's a house card. Nothing really happened on it. And nothing was there to make the stories move forward in any way. And uh, that was pretty much that. Uh, Raw this week had had, uh, started to... You know, things happened on Raw this week that I thought were going to happen at the Super Showdown, but didn't. So now they've started during Raw. And it seems like that we're getting Hulk Hogan versus um, whomever. Maybe for right now it's the killer bees. Hulk Hogan versus the killer bees. Not even just two killer bees, just one killer bee. My god, they almost are going extinct. Imagine that. So Hulk Hogan versus uh, B. Brian Blair, and he's and he's, going to wear a mask. And oh my god, how, how horrible of a match would that have been if you had to watch that? No, thank you. Uh, that didn't happen, but uh, storylines have started to continue with Raw and SmackDown as they uh, kind of went on hold for the uh, Australia show. And then once they came back, they've added things more and more and more. And that's benefiting wrestling all over, all over the place. So, with that said, uh, part of my job uh, here on Talking Wrestling is I, I book the acts. I book each week and I book the guests and uh, it's not always easy finding guests. And I'm sometimes I'm chasing wrestlers around and the wrestler I have been chasing recently um, has been Mick Foley. He's been touring across Canada on his 20 years of Hell in the Cell tour. Uh, his handlers have both been on the show a couple times each and I uh, They've been helped they're friends of the show and they've helped the show out a lot. They've got us the Million Dollar Man, Ricky Steamboat, Tommy Dreamer, and and many, many more. Um mostly anybody that I have that is involved in wrestling, they either know um my friends that are handling Mick or or they um, you know, or they work with them. Um these guys are good guys and uh but you know uh when you're on a tour there's a lot of media requests and every town you got to go to you got to do radio you got to do television you know you got to do this you got to do that you got to do newspapers articles so yeah i thought i was going to get them but then i didn't get them and then i thought i was going to get them but then i didn't get them and um and then nick slipped away and then i didn't think it was going to happen and then one of the handlers apologized for it not happening and he suggested that maybe i get my butt to one of the last signings that he's going to be doing because he's done the shows but he did makes a a promotional appearances as well and uh... so um, uh... our thanksgiving monday last monday i took a morning train five-hour morning train to uh, borrow my sister's car so I could drive a half hour and then wait about 95 minutes to 100 minutes in line so I could meet Mick Foley and uh, shoot the breeze with him for a few minutes and just ask him to be on the podcast and I said that we don't even have to talk wrestling we can talk anything you want we can talk about Christmas whatever and he took the card and he said yeah you, this might yeah well maybe and he said maybe or something like that and kind of shrugged it off is what I got the idea of. But well, that's neither. That's not why I'm bringing this up. What I'm bringing this up is something happened uh, that day. So while I was waiting in line, uh, there was a girl, like a, probably about, a, I want to say an, an eight or nine year old girl with her brother's. Who were all probably around 14 15 maybe these guys and there's like uh five brothers or five guys and this little girl and they only had enough for one autograph with mick foley or one picture with him and uh, i think they chose to get the picture but um when they got up to meet mick uh the the girl was so excited to meet mick um the enthusiasm in her, and just watching her as she was so excited to meet mick it got mick excited and mick was videotaping her as she was videotaping as her friends or brothers were videotaping her and uh mick foley gave her Sixty dollars worth of merchandise, and signed it all up, and gave her a Mister Sacco, and gave her a picture, and uh, gave the other guys a picture, and gave the other guy, you know, gave a lot, gave tons of stuff to these kids, and they were so funny, it was so entertaining, and you could just tell that made his day. And then, sure enough, the next day on Reddit, um, one of the brothers put it up on Reddit everything McFoley had done. And uh, it was really heartwarming stuff, and just really cool. All that, you know, Mick Foley, um Yeah, he does care for all mankind. He's uh, a great guy, and uh, damn it, wish we would have got him on the show. However, um, probably I don't. Not gonna happen this time. Maybe next time. So uh, yeah, but if you have a chance to see this Reddit video. Uh, We'll put it in our links at the bottom. So make sure to check the links at the bottom and click on this and just watch it. Because, man, it's like, you know, I know they make, they say, you know, like at the WWE, oh, we put uh, smiles on people's faces. And sometimes they don't even believe that. Sometimes they don't even care. And, uh, but I'll tell you that this situation uh, this is exactly what they're doing. Like, he put a, fi- a smile on those kids' faces. Those kids delivered it right back and gave him a smile. I'm I'm still, like, 70 minutes to go in line. I'm smiling. It was just a wonderful day and just a wonderful thing. And when they say, well, that's what we do, we put smiles on people's faces. I totally believe it to be true. And I just love it. I just love it. I thought it was a fantastic experience to be part of. And uh, I'm sorry that I didn't get to get to that episode. But all a good time. And uh, we'll get to it eventually. But not today. Because today, uh, I have an artist, a very, very talented artist. Uh, You're like, oh, is he a, 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 a sculptor? No, he's not a sculptor. Uh a crayon artist? No, not a crayon artist. He's a sharpie artist and he colors all of his paintings in sharpies. And uh you're gonna want to check these out. So uh joining me right now is Mr. Danger Danny Granger. Danny Come on in Danny all right we got danny in studio right now we're throwing him right now live to case corbin and danny granger in studio with me at this time folks in studio or on studio or maybe on the telephone in a studio you don't know i know susudio phil collins is back in concert even though he quit many years ago but that's not what we're talking about right now right now Artist Danny Granger is in studio talking wrestling with me right now. Danny, how you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic. I'm in a studio as well, so it's a, it's a win-win situation.
1: It's ideal. The word studio is thrown around so much in podcasts. Some studios are garages. Some studios are basement some studios are in a park you don't even know i just think so i like to throw it around even more it's popular
0: oh i always have fun in studios so i'm good to go
1: all right right off the top you're in you're in i mostly have artists on this show whether they be wrestlers or comedians or actors or uh, writers uh whatever they may be you're the first artist i've actually had that creates art that's visual but your art your medium of use is not paint or lead or anything like or coal it's it it will tell us what it is
0: well i do a lot of my stuff with sharpie markers so i kind of consider myself a sharpie artist
1: are there other sharpie artists or uh, that are out there that that are is this a is this a thing or are you like just a guy who's no. really good at sharpie art
0: <laughs> well no it's uh of course, I study it and I look it up and see if other people are doing it. Some other people do it. A lot of people do designs and letters and stuff like that. Not a lot of people do portraits with them, and that's that's my specialty
1: yeah and it's fair to say by looking through your instagram which i was uh i said I, like i said i'm gonna repeat stories so i said off uh, off uh off the recording uh my good friend matt kelly he uh, pointed me your way he said you have to see this guy's artwork it's amazing and you should get him on your show to talk about it so here we are uh, a couple months later and uh and i've i'm a fan of your artwork and my it's friend. great and it's it's quite obvious that you know we have a lot of things in common we seem like (laughs) we seem to like a lot of the same movies uh we seem to like a lot of the same music and we definitely like it's fair to say that you love wrestling
0: i love professional wrestling
1: not only that i would go as far to say by looking through your instagram you're not just a wwe fan you're also a huge fan of indie wrestling as well I Yeah, it's the only time in
0: your life where you can go somewhere and yell at a 400-pound man and then be friends with him after. I
1: love it. It is so true. It is so true. And I think wrestling is hotter now than it's ever been. You know, uh, I much prefer what we have now uh, much better than the Monday Night Wars because, well, I'll just say because that only happened on Monday night And then you just talked about it And Thursdays <laughs> were weak I can watch wrestling every night If I want to It's it's and there
0: And let's be honest We do most of the time
1: Oh yeah Mondays if are if wrong I'm not watching
0: it I'm listening to it
1: exactly tuesdays smackdown wednesdays nxt thursdays impact wednesdays and thursdays is also major league wrestling out of florida which has just started up this year which i really really love um yeah I, i love the heart foundation i was gonna say it's awful obviously to me obvious to me that bret hart is also might be your favorite wrestler
0: he is not. He is, he's, he's not.
1: not. He is
0: you like know a, what it is. Who is it? There's different forms, right? Like you know the, how you like certain guys because they're good on the stick. Yeah. Certain guys give you good memories of a childhood. Bret Hart's that, and like I'm a very proud Canadian, so I'm a proud Bret Hart fan, but Dwayne The Rock Johnson, in my eyes, will always be the best wrestling entertainer of
1: all time. Did you did you just hear this? This was just happened. It came out news breaking on the wire today but when you hear this it'll be two weeks old or old but um playing the rock johnson okay so the the saudi arabians they've been they've been booking wrestling now they want to bring wrestling and they did the the greatest battle royal ever um yeah. and now they're about to do another one but they have got like they just want their favorite wrestling like Hogan no, is Hogan right. yeah. is back for a reason. It's because he's going to Saudi Arabia <laughs> to pin a guy that might look like Yokozuna. I don't know. They wanted Yokozuna last time, but he's dead. They want <laughs> yeah. you know, they want all these things that they can't have, but they've offered the rock 25 million dollars for a three-match deal.
0: For three matches. For three matches. 25 mil. To take four bumps.
1: To take four bumps. Isn't that ridiculous? You know what the thing is? is The Rock is in such a good spot right now, he can turn it down.
0: Yeah, he can say no thanks.
1: He can be like, yeah, The Rock doesn't need that. No, I'm like, (laughs) you know, maybe The Rock needs that, but Dwayne Johnson doesn't. Dwayne Johnson's cool, you know? But 25 million over three matches in Saudi Arabia so maybe the
0: easiest matches
1: maybe if the rock said i'll tell you what i'll do it for free if you let women in
0: <laughs>
1: that would be the yeah, best
0: that would be the best yeah. and that would help him out for his political run later on too
1: but if yeah. he, oh my god the rock if the rock changed the world there that would be a big step towards the rock being the next president
0: well, look there's our, there's a mcmahon
1: in the white house right now right so. well there's a there's a there's a wwe hall of famer in the white house right now you know it, it is it is the guy that brought us wrestlemanias four and five which were great wrestlemania's huge yeah. attendance huge pay-per-view numbers <laughs> He probably thinks they're the greatest WrestleManias of all time. Um, (laughs) Let's
0: not get going about
1: that. No, but uh, (laughs) I will say WrestleMania 5 might have been one of my favorite Hogan matches. Hogan and Savage, Mega Flowers, Explode. Um,
0: Yeah, no, no, the electricity isn't. Ridiculous.
1: uh, One of the paintings that I love that you did is a painting that I did. Well, not a painting, a Sharpie that you did is a painting that I attempted to do uh, in grade thirteen, I'm can, I'm Canadian as well, and I'm not really dumb. We have great, we had grade thirteen when I'm old. Um, I guess it would be OAC now, maybe. I don't know what they're calling it these yeah, days. Yeah, no,
0: I called it a victory lap. I took it as
1: well. Oh yeah, yeah. So in yeah. the art, yeah, I remember I did this. Uh, I did the stare down of hogan and andre as well from wrestlemania 3 oh, okay. but i yeah. put it in a fire they were in a fire instead of in this like so it was like a cold ice cold stare down in an environment <laughs> of fire because That's awesome. i was like um you had to pick a style of art that you were going to do all year long yeah. and i yeah. and i love sir like surrealism and uh so i was like yeah if i took those guys out of the ring and just put them in a fire that's 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 surreal <laughs> that's surreal and i'm like fire and ice you know and that's what i called it because it was an ice cold stare and a fire you know do you and, s- do you still have this painting uh yeah it's somewhere uh, probably my parents place in a box in an attic but i definitely oh, uh, bring that out. yeah i i remember i had that i remember i also did one of razor ruddock and um mike tyson And they're boxing each other, and it was like exactly right out of Sports Illustrated. They're punching each other, but their heads were money bags. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm a real fucking Salvador dolly over here, you know? Oh, that's funny. See, but that's Uh, the way your mind works.
0: My, I do photorealism. So when someone asks me to do something, and they're like, "Can you add something to it?" I have a hard time. Yeah, because I like going just straight to the image source.
1: Well, you you're like that's the thing. Like you your pictures are very uh, accurate to the you know it's like the picture, the moment already exists, but you're just doing a recreation of a like a sketch of the moment that exists. Is that yeah. is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And um, like- yeah, because like. I love, you know, you have a great one of Cody Rhodes holding up the 10 pounds of gold. And I would think that's what the name of it would be 10 pounds of gold. And this, or maybe it's all in. I don't know. But it's it's fantastic. I
0: I know it's missing some grommets in the belt because oh. i have to look at those little things and you got to draw something like that mm-hmm. so that's about one pound of gold gun
1: yeah 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 yeah. and you're like and i didn't draw vintage leather i drew a pleather which is lighter um <laughs> the uh yeah yeah and you have many many uh bret hart ones that i love um but most recently you did rj city uh, Nean david arquette in the face is the, uh, knee, 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 yes. the knee, knee arthur Ar- to the face yeah the, the, the knee arthur yes definitely because of yes. the b arthur influence because rj city loves the golden girls for the well everybody knows because they've listened to him on this podcast now of course it is. now my question is uh david arquette retweeted your artwork have any have you ever had any of the wrestlers or any of the artists or stars contact you when they see your work in the past or present or has it happened in the future yet (laughs)
0: it's (laughs) happened quite a bit my first real celebrity shout out was from the iron chic and i did a picture of him giving someone the camel clutch and he wrote danny granger draw the chic better than that fucking jabroni mona lisa (laughs) i I popped so hard and i told my girlfriend my wife now but i told her i was like
1: look 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 and she's like yeah yeah okay man
0: i was excited for like a month
1: oh that's great cool that is cool and it's just like and you know what's so great is uh it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever so you know it's got to be the real Mm. chic well, that's the thing, and it wasn't spelled right, so you know what it was. <laughs> Mona Lisa isn't even an, an artist. It's a, it's a, it's a woman. <laughs> so you, know, it's, you know it's cheeky,
0: baby. Yeah, I love but, it. Uh, I've done, um, the, you know, someone turned me on to the Young Bucks. Someone said to me, you should check out the Young Bucks. And, of course, I checked out the Young Bucks, and I fell in love with the Young
1: Bucks. Oh, yeah, and, you're not the only and one. I did
0: a, uh, hello, how could you not? So uh, I did a drawing of the Young Bucks, and I tagged him in it. And then an hour later, I get this lovely message from Matt Jackson, saying how much he loved the drawing and if I wouldn't mind sending it to them. And and I was like, uh, uh, uh yeah. And then their parents liked it, Joyce and Matthew. Yeah. And I, and I became friends with their parents so i talked to their dad on a weekly basis i did uh drawing of their parents they have up in their home and it's just weird how the art has brought me to people like that think at oh, all would be friends with the young bucks no i'm friends with their parents
1: and it's pretty cool how that worked out hey their parents are part of the original six they just uh did an instagram pic of the original six that started the. Uh all in, or whatever, it started the Young yeah. Bucks dynasty or a nation. I don't know what we're calling it. The ar- the army, <laughs> uh, the movement. But, you know, here's the thing. I was never a fan of the Rock and Roll Express. I didn't really. Yeah. I, I didn't mind the Rockers, but I was a Hart Foundation fan, not a Rockers fan. You
0: couldn't like the Rockers.
1: I liked the Brain Busters. I didn't like the Rockers. I, I liked wrestlers. Um, yeah. And I was never a, a big fan of the Hardys. Um, but no, but agree. there's I something about the Young Bucks that uh, I don't know. I think it's because. They got over with me because probably because of being the elite, because they're just so damn entertaining. Yeah. Like, I know people that watch being the elite that don't even watch wrestling and they love it. Well, no, that they,
0: um, you have to be an actor, my friend. Nowadays, you have to be an actor and you have to be an actor 24 seven, but they also know how to deliver in the ring. So it's a win win for a guy like me and you.
1: Oh, 100%. 100% indeed. Yeah, because you have a great one there of, of them holding up Kenny Omega. You know, uh, love that. Um, now, when you have, like, uh, when you decide to do, like, I'm like I'm looking at this Dusty Rhodes one. And uh, a lot of them are just black and white. And then you splash a little color here and there. Did you do the Dusty Rhodes one? Because you knew exactly you could see, like, obviously you see yellow polka dots. Um, and why did you choose this Dusty over any of the other Dustys?
0: Um, there's certain wrestlers that need color. Brett needs pink. Dusty needs yellow. It needs to be there. Like, it's not complete without it. Um, what I try to do with pictures is I try to find one that's an image you don't see all the time, right? Because I'm lucky enough that I can recreate something like that with an image that's not overpopulated so i saw that one and it was just that's the dusty i remember like you know i'm 34 mm-hmm. right so i knew him when he came back to like wwf and then we needed wcw and he became in the nwo and like that's the dusty roads i know it just felt dusty i saw i saw a working man
1: mm-hmm. no i loved it i love it i love that dusty too Um, that's the Dusty of uh, WrestleMania, the WrestleMania in Toronto. So, uh, you know, that's the, the, I I don't even know how many WrestleManias he had, but that's the one that I remember him the most from. Now, I heard you're working with Super Kicked. What what is happening there uh, with the the Toronto promotion? uh,
0: I love Super Kicked wrestling, and I think it's one of the best promotions in Toronto for what I enjoy in wrestling. So I became friends with Chris Chambers, the owner, and uh, I manage a hardware store. And a young guy came in with a Superkick t-shirt on, I said, you work for them? He goes, no, I train. And on the way out the door, he said, are you hiring? And I said, you're training to be a wrestler. You can start on Monday. And I gave him all the time off he needed for training and everything, and I watched him grow as a wrestler, and I watched everything through Superkick, and I became close to those guys, and, um, and then I watched this young guy grow up and just... The knowledge he was getting from Chris and the guys there, they just gained a lot of respect in my eyes. And then we decided to put on an art show together where we sold all of my paintings and drawings to raise money for sick kids hospital and we raised twenty four hundred dollars for sick kids just selling wrestling painting and um all the money that Chris Chambers made at the bar, he paid for and bought that Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant painting that's hung up now at Super Kick Training Studios.
1: That's awesome that the wrestling fans get to bring a piece of art home that they can hang up like uh, in their studio. Uh, there's another studio. Um, <laughs> not only that, they can, uh, you know, the fact that they're, you know, the... Fire and Ice, as I call it, is now in the uh, super kick Dojo. is fantastic. You know, yeah,
0: it's it's because it's, that's that that was wrestling. That that picture made me fall in love with wrestling.
1: Well, you know, it was one of the greatest stare downs ever, as far as I'm concerned in wrestling. And then when you when you see the picture, you can also hear Guerrilla Monsoon at the time saying it's the it's the immovable object against the irresistible force you know like i remember that moment that like that's the moment that defined a childhood and not only that an era and for the longest time whenever they'd show wwe at the start like then now forever package yeah they used to always show hogan slamming andre but yeah, now they brought they,
0: it. they brought it they brought it back,
1: well, they brought it back and and oddly enough, Brett has disappeared. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's so, amazing how certain wrestlers can disappear is it, I, he,
1: he must be on the outs again i don't know what's going on you know but i noticed that oh what? wait where did brett go where where did brett go okay um <laughs> actually i no credit to my roommate he noticed. he's like did you notice he's not there i'm like oh no is it brett yeah it's because brett is also my favorite wrestler uh, well, he's not hes not <laughs> yours. You said he wasn't yours, but he is 100% mine. And, oh, he's, uh, on my
0: Ma- he's on my Mount Rushmore for sure. Don't get me wrong. Gonna,
1: oh, I don't know. I don't know if he would be on my Mount Rushmore. I would have to depend, like, just for greatest of all time. I just, um, oh, jeepers. Listen,
0: it's a thing. It's one of those situations where a wrestler can define you know, how you feel about them too. Well, do you know what I mean? Like, cause I, I I'm going to get a lot of, a lot of hate for this, but like, I wouldn't put taker on my Mount Rushmore.
1: I don't necessarily know if I would either, but, yeah. um, it, different. It depends on different Mount Rushmore and how you go about it. Like for me, yes. I just don't pick the four greatest. I'm going to pick one head is each representative of a category. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know like maybe the best generational wrestler of this era so it'll only be you know Bruno San Martino there won't be a superstar Billy Graham there it'll just be Bruno and then the next one yeah. will be one from the, the, the era that I grew up in and then maybe one from the Attitude Era and then maybe one into now you know so you'll have all these different eras and you yeah. know but like from the eight like do you need this Hogan and Flair get on there I don't know, you know. Well, but that's you, the
0: thing. That's why. That's why it's personal, too, right? Well,
1: I think Hogan gets on there for sure. Oh,
0: I think. 100%. Bru- I
1: think. Bru- I think. Yeah. I, to be honest, I don't. I don't even know. It might be Bruno, Andre, Hogan and The Rock but maybe The Rock maybe it's all it's all Rock anyways can't we just say he's the fifth there? <laughs> like the the entire like the entire thing is built up The Rock so he, he's already there so why not yeah, have yeah. you know They're so I don't know it is it is it Austin or is well, it What I was gonna say is it yeah. you know or is it Brett or see I don't I honestly I hate <laughs> Rushmore nice. when it comes to wrestling because yeah. I have yeah you know I'd have to do, like, what's your favorite for wrestler? That's totally different, too. So, you know, well, and it's, that's uh, a, it's tough. And, and, that's,
0: and that's the one thing I like about drawing wrestlers is there's a lot to choose from, and you can get different people's emotions on different pictures. Because someone could look at a Brett picture and be like, oh, yeah, that's yeah, Brett Hart, but that sucks. And then you look at it and go, oh, that's cool. But they could look at a picture I did like, Joey Ryan and yes. think, oh, that's cool. Hey, he's the man. So it's like no, yeah, yeah. That is. Uh, like, I like doing a lot of drawings of independent wrestlers because I uh, I really appreciate what they do. Like I really do, and those are the guys who appreciate it so much more than if I kept drawing Hogan. Yeah, you know, like Hogan's not gonna see it. <laughs> if he sees it, he's maybe gonna like it. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, but it, if I if I draw San Andreas from Super Kicked, he's gonna come give me a hug and tell me how much he loved it.
1: I really enjoyed and, and that. that uh, feels good. Yeah, like you, you know, I haven't never seen anybody do a picture of Pentagon. You know, yeah. that's a that's a lot of detail to the mask, to the tattoos, to the arms, to just everything that's busy that's going on about him and you know i didn't see it it's not labeled i just know who it is you know i'm like well this is great so
0: then i appreciate that
1: you know the shadow alone off of the chinless one james ellsworth (laughs) underneath (laughs) the gap you know where a chin should be uh, is is amazing, and just the attitude on Carmilla in that picture as well is uh, fantastic. And I can't believe Carmilla did. I I think she dyed her hair, and it looks uh jeepers, oh, uh, not good.
0: I well, you know. Yeah, well, they also have her with the truth, so we'll see where that leads her.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and it is cool. Like, I would imagine that someone like you know, like oh, that's a great one of Brett uh, Cole Cabana, <laughs> which I love. Like. I love what your where your choices are to put the color in, you know, where you go with cuz you you don't go much color like on some it's just like you know, just a little dab of color whereas most it, you, of them are no are no color but I love it.
0: The way I look at it is I like doing um I like doing a lot of memorial pieces too or I like doing, you know, rare people that you don't throw color in like I did a drawing of Stu Hart and Natalia wrote that it was incredible and told me how much she liked it, and that was really cool. And the cool thing is when you do something like that, it's like, she knows her grandfather. Like, she she knows him very well. You know what I mean? And for her to go out of her way to say that, that's that felt pretty cool.
1: But have you ever done the, now I know you probably haven't because this one has been done a lot, or maybe hasn't <laughs> been done a lot, well, I don't even, even know what it means done a lot, but when, When So when Brett has Stone Cold and the sharpshooter in WrestleMania 13. I know
0: exactly what you're going to say here.
1: Have you ever done the blood from a stone, the Stone Cold, the the ending clip of that Attitude Era of Raw, like right before they go to the explosives, they show Stone Cold grimacing in pain with a uh, mask of crimson?
0: I, I save pictures on my phone a lot. Like I'll go through Instagram and I'll be like, oh you know, that's a good one. And I'll put it put it away, put it away. That picture's been on my phone for two years. And I keep staring at it and staring at it. But like you said, I've also seen it drawn and painted so many times that you know, maybe if I do another art show that will be a big piece we can do. But
1: Well I would eh, think you know so what? I was just I would be interested to see the because obviously you're going to use red on it and i would i just i'm curious of your choices uh, as as being an artist on and how you're going to do uh the blood <laughs> on this i just i would be so i want to see it so bad i and I expected to see it and there and it's not there and it's just like oh but you have so many other great iconic memories and pictures and it's like this is one i think i need to see I, how much does it cost to commission you to make it to do something like this
0: well we can make it happen oh i, I want to do it so we can definitely make it happen
1: it's funny that that's that you've been looking at that picture as well because that might have been one of the best images of and of you know for something that was never supposed to happen
0: Well, you know know what it is, is um, my wife always gives me a hard time for this. I always overthink things. Like, I wasn't going to do the stare down for the art show. Because I said to her, oh, it's a picture everybody sees. And my wife, who doesn't enjoy professional wrestling, looked at me and she goes, I know that image. She goes, I know it. I know that's Andre the Giant or Hulk Hogan. She goes, you need to start doing stuff like that. You can't just do rare stuff all the time. So maybe that was another reason why I've never done that,
1: that image. Well, I think if there's an if, if if there's another auction, perhaps the Austin one might bring big money for the for the sick kids because that's a definite image. It was a T-shirt, you know. It was yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's a fun on image. It's like I did three big paintings. I did a three by three of Andre the Giant in a battle royale, throwing the guy over ropes. And I did the one of Muhammad Ali when he went to Japan to fight in Mm-hmm. And uh, that one was my favorite image of the whole thing. And that one had one guy bidding on it. But because, uh, you know, I guess that's only a big hardcore wrestling fan would even know that image. Yeah. Or know the story behind it. But that was another reason why I wanted to do it. People need to know the story of that fight.
1: And not only that, Muhammad Ali, I don't know if he did this, if he was a wrestling fan or if he actually meant it, but he said that that fight changed his, like he was never able to move the way Muhammad Ali would move after being kicked in the legs so many times over those fifteen rounds. And I don't know no, if that's I, true or not, but he has said that. He said that, yeah. and I'm like, he was just such a wrestling fan. I don't know if he's just pushing, pulling, like putting him over still, or yeah. it, maybe it's true. Who knows? Well, no, There's some stuff I read about, yeah, it got pretty serious, but like
0: even after that, he still didn't get sour on wrestling. Like he was at the Mania One and he was at all those things, so he, um,
1: you know, he Yeah, he loved wrestling. Without wrestling there would be no Muhammad Ali. We don't yeah, know we can course. honestly say that because or maybe there would be, but we won't know if it would be the flamboyant, you know, trash talking icon that he became he might just be a, a quiet Cassius Clay that's that beats people up. Like we don't know, <laughs> you know, he, we, we know yeah. a boxer would exist. That would be good. But what made all he was great was he ran his mouth and he sold out fights and then he backed it up. So
0: I was part of the big show. It's a big circus.
1: Um, did you have, do you have any, I, I did not see any, uh, big show, uh, ones. Did you ever draw <laughs> the big show?
0: No, but I came really. There's, like I said, one of the images saved in my phone. It's him hanging on the back of that casket.
1: Oh my God, Do you oh Jesus. because if I can get if I can get
0: that police car in there too, and that's that's another cool thing. I did a, a painting of Ray Troyer, a big boss man, yes. and his daughter. His daughter sent me the loveliest message on how I paid a lovely tribute to her father.
1: See, this is this is fantastic. This is exactly yeah. what uh, I was hoping to hear, that yeah, uh, she people sent, reaching she, out. She,
0: she sent me a nice video. We did um, a little video for my art show, and I got lovely little videos from Matt Jackson. I got videos from our boy RJ City, Johnny Gale, the voice of Superkick, the franchise. And uh, Ricky Morton sent me a lovely video um, advertising my art show. That's great. And it's just Yeah, it's just weird how weird and awesome that my art can get me in touch with people like that, in touch with people like you, and it can introduce me to people that I never thought I'd ever
1: meet. No, 100%. Like, I even enjoyed that you did, uh, you know, uh, there's a a band picture of Fozzie, and I love that. I'm going to see Fozzie. They'll be here in Toronto um, in November. And, at, the rock uh, pile. at the rock pile i've already got my ticket and my vip experience bought and Excellent. um but more amazingly so they're playing my hometown of iron prior like three nights before that so i cannot not go to my hometown my small little hometown of iron prior and see chris Je- I, I can't not do it. At first I, <laughs> at first I made the choice. I'm like, no, I live in Toronto. I can't keep going back to iron prior. And then I was like, no, we like the bar is less. There's not, there won't even be 200 people there. Cause yeah, the, no,
0: it's, it'd be so, it,
1: it's going to be so tiny. And like, I'm friends with the owners of the bar. Like we're going to be able to stick around as long as we want and hang out and do whatever. Like you don't uh, need to be by a VIP Uh, experience in a town of six thousand. You know? What hotel they staying at? The hotel. You know, it's like
0: I get (laughs) it. I'm from Godrich, so it's seventy five hundred, so
1: it's exactly the same thing. Could you imagine?
0: Well I um I was doing some replica of some hockey cards in Sharpie and I did one of Ted Irvine. That's cool. So maybe you can bring it with you. Because it'll probably be pretty cool for Jericho to see a hockey card of his dad.
1: Oh, dude! If you, if you want me to do that, I will one hundred percent do that. Yes, of course. That would be awesome. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. Awesome. I will. Now, one time, yes, yeah, so this artwork of that one cool. Uh, however, uh, I sometimes nerd out when I see certain wrestlers, <laughs> and uh, like I said, I'm a huge Hart fan, a Hart family fan, Heart Hart Foundation fan. I'm just, I'm a fan of hearts in general, um, yeah. you know, and, uh, so Harry Smith, uh, was at a smash, no, it was at a smash card, but it was a, what culture, uh, taping for a tournament for a world T- okay. cup tournament that they were doing. And it was yeah. like the, the Canadian date for what culture taping. And it was the best of all the indie wrestlers in Canada. It was like, it was fantastic. There was like uh, speedball, Mike Bailey, um, uh, Brent Banks, m- uh, Mike Elgin, uh, Harry Smith, or D- or David Boy Smith Jr. Who wh- whomever you want to p- call him these days. Yeah. Um, uh, Bobby uh, O'Reilly. Um, just like oh, that's an awesome card. Uh, uh, there was uh, Frankie the Mobster. Uh oh, uh, Leveque from uh, the Rene Leveque. Is it Rene yeah. Levac? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, from the... Not the Quebecers. The... uh, He was like the... the Resistance. Le Resistance. He was there. Anyways, it was a great card. It was a great card. But Harry Smith was there, and I wanted to get his autograph. Um, I have the Heart and Soul uh, DVD. And (laughs) um, on the inside, it has all the Like a collage of all the different hearts. So I got Natalia to sign where she's from. Like there. I got... Uh, Brett to sign for Brett. I got Jim the Anvil to sign for Jim the Anvil. So I asked Harry if he would sign as well, because he's part of the DVD as well, but maybe sign where his dad is. I thought that would be cool. So he signed there. And then I have a picture from 99, my first time ever in Calgary, my first tour. The night that I was flying out, there was a stampede car that started at seven. So I went for the first half of it and then headed out to the airport. But while I was there... I got to meet Diana Hart Smith and yeah. and Davy Boy Smith. And I got a picture with Davy Boy's parents. So I oh, said so cool. I brought the picture. Yeah. I was like, you want to see a picture of me and your parents? <laughs> and I showed me. He's like, yeah, you didn't really care. Like, <laughs> was like, why would I? I feel like the biggest fucking loser. Oh my God. So, uh, I mean, it's
0: strangers if he said it to you, though.
1: <laughs> do you want to see a picture of me <laughs> with my parents? <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> From 82 in your backyard? Oh my God. That'd be so, uh, so crazy. <laughs> um. So that's uh, that's so awesome. Oh, f- fiddlesticks! Now, so where can we? Uh, now, so people can they view you can view your art on your Instagram, Danny Granger yeah. Art on the Instagram. Where else can they find your art?
0: Facebook,
1: Instagram, Twitter. It's all Danny Granger Art
0: um, on all, the, all those places. And uh, yeah, that's that's basically where I put everything.
1: And besides wrestling, you also do movie scenes I mean, and television characters pop culture right is that fair to say
0: yeah, yeah i do a lot of
1: pop culture stuff but i also do like custom portraits
0: so if anybody wants to get a portrait done i do custom portraits for people that's that's always fun and uh and i draw a lot of wrestling because i love wrestling
1: <laughs> awesome wicked well we'll wind this up we'll get this out of here um so uh do you have so will you be doing another super kick thing in the future
0: Hopefully, I was talking to uh, Chris Chambers about it, and he said he's on board. So, when we do, I'd love to come back on and talk about it and hype it up.
1: Awesome. And um, and what else do? What else can I think of? Yeah. So we got where we find well, you. Um, do you,
0: um. There's ahead. a p There's a PWA show up in my hometown of Goddard, Ontario, on October thirteenth and uh it's to raise funds for the hunter costello foundation a friend of mine lost his son at a young age and they started a foundation in his memory to do good for stuff around their hometown they're doing a big wrestling show up there put on by joe dog hallam and jeff black who's a godrich boy is coming back to make his big return in his hometown and i'll be there and we're going to raffle off a bunch of my artwork and and uh and by
1: and say hello it's oh. 6 30 at the ymca that's fantastic! So, folks, six thirty YMCA Goderich. There will be October wrestling 13th. October thirteenth. That's coming up real soon. And get up there, support local wrestling, buy some art, and uh, go cheer for the hometown boy. Uh, thank you, uh, Danny, for coming on today, and uh, oh, my pleasure, hanging with us. And uh, and for all you folks out there, thank you for letting us put uh, a headlock on your ears and. Uh, We'll see you again. We'll hear you again real soon. Talk to you later now. Bye now. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.